mute. Alright. Want to hit the intro in three? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh god. Uh, I'm joking. I'm all right. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Three, two. Hello and welcome to Big Screen Little Screen. I am your host, Johnny, and joining me tonight is Major Gaines, Andrew. How's it going, man? Back, baby. I am beyond tired, my guy. I am uh <laughs> So my daughter decided to be born two weeks and three days, four days, three days, two weeks and three days early. <laughs> she decided that she was like, I've had enough of this nonsense. Let me out. And I was not ready. But you know what? We persevere. We we make it through. And then I uh, I made a really bad chicken Parmesan tonight. And I'm really depressed about it. Oh, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, Just been like really down like the last couple of days but uh just bringing back my spirits being from being with you guys <laughs> why are you down women issues ah yeah you don't need them <laughs> <laughs> uh switch switch to men <laughs> that's gonna be hard but uh i'll try yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to be back uh all right so next up wolf how's it going man Doing good, doing good. Excited about Wanda as always. Sweet. Uh, next up, Rinda Farmer. Matt, how's it going, man? Going good. Classic frozen pizza Tuesday. Got a sleepy meatball on the floor behind me, <laughs> and I'm talking to you guys. It's a pretty good night. <laughs> next up, Al. How's it going, man? Good man, I just got back from a little vacation, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Eat it, whore. <laughs> See that fucking picture of your ass drinking so fucking morning drinks and shit. It's like fuck off. <laughs> I drank the entire day, and then I and then I Facetimed Andrew later in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally about to say that. Yeah, and then he called me to show me his uh, where he was staying, him and Anna, and I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> I had a good time. I don't know about you. Or <laughs> being in a hot weather while we dealing with this fucking snow. Hate the snow. Hate the oh, snow. Believe me, believe me, when I got off the plane, I wanted to shoot myself. I was like, why did I even come back? <laughs> <laughs> and rounding off a bunch of um, misfits. Jonathan, how's it going, man? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm, I am uh, I'm good. I'm ready to talk. Uh... The reverse house of M unfolding before our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, now, now I'm like excited, ready. <laughs> Alright, so this is Big Screen Little Screen where we review, rank, and discuss your big screen favorites for your little screen pleasure. Tonight, we'll be discussing WandaVision Episode 5. If you want to support this podcast, please make sure to catch us live every Tuesday night at 8pm Central Time on twitch.tv slash bigboylittleboygaming. Also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and search bigboylittleboy big on any podcast service. So, let's just dive in. I almost thought you said baseball. Baseball? <laughs> search baseball. Baseball! <laughs> <laughs> so, this episode was a big one. Um, I'm actually going to start off with the reviews um, and actually going to shoot it over to Andrew. Well, 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 well. First off, hi guys. I'm back. I'm feeling great. I'm ready. I I cannot believe this episode. Um, we're starting to learn more and more about it. Um, and it's it, it like like Jonathan said, Reverse House of M is happening right before our eyes, and I am 100% on board. It was funny because I was seeing some some peeps on Twitter sitting there saying how. Oh yeah, I stopped watching it after the second episode. This show's boring, blah blah blah. And then like a couple days later, they got back on there, like, oh okay, I, I watched the last episode. I'm all caught up now. This is the greatest show ever. And it's like, yeah, of course. Why did you expect it to be the best thing out of the MCU right off the bat? Do you not understand what Marvel does with their properties? They build things up to a grand, big thing. Why are you stupid? 
I hope I the guy that wrote that got pissed on in between those things that he said. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, no, I just, um, I love the fact that we're learning more and more and more about what's happening in here. Um, we're, you know, we finally got to see Wanda go to the sword facility base and steal Vision. I thought that was absolutely insane. Um, and just, I, the twist at the end is fantastic, but we'll get to that later. Uh, I just wanted to say, I, I can't believe what this show is becoming, and I, I just want to see it. I just want to see all of it. I want the last three episodes already. Yeah, or same. Four. Same. Um, I just realized that we skipped the synopsis, and uh, it's your and choice, Wolf. Do you want to um, keep oh, it going? Oh, well, synopsis? No, we need that. I sure, why not? With the Wolf synopsis, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. All right. Uh, spoiler warning, as always, just because I don't really care, and I'm gonna do spoilers. Um, so we got synopsis for this episode. It was massive episodes. So I don't know how much like smash it down, but pretty much, uh, crazy Agnes. Kids grow insanely quick. Um, we got sword being hypocrites, and uh, oh yeah, um, yeah, uh, the the reveal that none of us saw coming, the uh, the cameo reveal. So. You didn't see that one coming? Nope. <laughs> oh, God. And then, oh, yeah, Wanda's accent comes back. We got that back. That was wonderful, too. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, we, we like, there was a lot of things. Okay, I'm sorry if I'm actually taking over or anything. Um, So, watching this episode, it was a lot of shit that we talked about that actually came into fruition. And it's just like, it was just like, I was, okay, so... I was actually talking about this beforehand and um, before you got back, Andrew. So when I watched this episode, I was drunk. So I was loud. So initially when I was watching this episode and I'm thinking I'm like loud as hell, like seeing all these things happen. Like we just discussed this fucking thing and it's happening before my eyes. What the fuck? And your mom and went. (laughs) (laughs) So my room is all the way in the back of the house. So nobody cares. I usually have headphones, especially like when I watch WandaVision, but I was still loud. And that reveal, I was like, and if you might want to cover your ears, it's going to be loud as hell. What the fuck is that? Andrew I can't would... hear anymore now. That's what he looks like. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fine. I have the, my, my Discord was nice and I didn't even hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a, a really engaging episode, and I'm actually, I'm just like baffled of what they're, what the hell they're pulling off. And it, it's, even though it's doing what it's doing, it's still like connecting. And that's that's what I'm actually enjoying, and it keeps it's keeping me guessing, me wanting more. I'll pass my baton to Wolf. Actually, um, what was your review of the episode? Uh, this one was just insane. Like, they're every week is just getting better than the previous week. They they're somehow topping it every time answering questions but not answering questions and then giving more questions and that like this episode was insane like the amount of theories and questions that you could just get off of it what's going on um like they've said the whole reverse house of m thing is kind of going on and like just all the tie-ins that we see that we're getting from just like endgame captain marvel like things that are going to set up for like possibly captain marvel 2 or other things like the the way they're treating these characters is just all of it's just fantastic and i want more of it right now and i'm slowly just loving the monica character and i can't wait to possibly see her get either her own series or movie or appear in maybe captain marvel 2 or 3 or whatever like whatever they do with her i'm I'm loving that character already and it's crazy a character that's not even the center of the show is kind of like almost a center of this show in a sense yeah oh yeah but yeah, I, th- I think it's fantastic, and I'm super excited to see what they do with episode six because they're probably just gonna top this one, especially because I think it's the Halloween episode, possibly. So, um, Matt, <clears throat> what was your review of the episode? All right, I'm gonna read the really quick and uh, 
dumping notes that I took while I watched it. Uh, here we go. People know things. Wanda says, no, you don't. Kids grow real fast? Hello, dog. Oh, bye, dog. Uh-oh, Norm, you good, bud? Okay, back to other Norm. Aware Norm is scary. Vision mad. Wanda mad? Here's your plane. Go away. My bubble, not yours. Those, those, those are the notes that I took. That's good. That's good. Real good. Yeah, I, I really liked this episode. I liked, I thought the kids growing at a hyper rate was a little cheesy, but it did help sell a point. Visually, a little cheesy. I was like, ah, I don't know about that. Okay, you got me. You got me. It plays into the story. I like it. I'm sold enough. And that's uh. I feel like that's been the entirety of WandaVision is some things happen and I'm like that's a little cheesy. Oh, I see why you did that. I'm in. I'm in, you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> um yeah, and I I was not expecting her to come out of the bubble and be like, Here's your fucking drone, what are you doing? And she like the thing opened up and she walked through and I was like, Oh, oh, this is it. This is it. And uh I actually laughed like an audible LOL when she made all of the uh, soldiers point their guns at the, like, whatever his name is that I'm drawing a blank on right now. Hayward. Uh, Hayward, yes. yeah. They, like, all point his guns, and his face is, like, surprised Pikachu face. And I, like, actually laughed because that's what I thought of. And I was like, ha, ah, got him. Um, but then when she walked back into the bubble, I was like, oh, no. Was I right? Did I predict it? Is she going to pick up the town and move it? She didn't. I was sad. I thought she was going to do that. I thought well, it was like a little bump with Patrick. Yeah. yeah, I thought she was just going to like take the whole town, make move a bubble, <laughs> and then lift it and take it somewhere else. I was expecting that too, to be honest with you. I was thinking about you when that happened. It's like, Matt, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this fucking thing is going to be gone in a second. <laughs> yeah, that, that was my only... My only negative thing on this episode is that she didn't take the town and move it somewhere else. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm continuing to agree on the idea of having a, having a buddy cop sitcom spinoff of this. <laughs> the more I see those two together, the more I want it. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. I'll let somebody else with better details get into it. <laughs> Uh, all right, then I'll, I'll throw it over to Kyle. What you got to oh, say? I don't really have any better details, but I absolutely love loved this episode to death. And I love that Wolf said it just answered questions, gave you more questions. And then i just been dwelling on the whole what the fuck reveal at the end of the episode. I've just been thinking how this is all going to play in. Is someone, are they going to be recast? Are they going to bring those characters in? Like, what's going on, dude? Uh... Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm so excited oh. to see how it unfolds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and lastly, Jonathan. Oh, what an episode! Um, I, I think you guys have all kind of summed it up really well. Uh, there's a a lot of different key events, but just as like a quick uh, sum up of how I feel, I got what I wanted, right, guys? I've I've been asking for a lot of, boy, I sure hope they lean into that un uncomfortableness sort of uh dialogue and style that you know that the show's sort of gearing itself towards with those sort of awkward moments right and the show literally just starts off with it mm. so i was like ah yes i'm this is, <laughs> this is what i want uh so you see that like real just sort of uh, uncomfortable scene in the beginning uh and uh when we fast forward to the end um not not that ending but when you see the credits start to roll oh like, yeah you you're feeling that like I love what they're doing because it's like okay it's supposed to end like things are supposed to end it's not ending why are you not ending like it sort of <laughs> creates that sort of awkward tension because we've all been programmed when you see the credits like it's time to start winding down and like they just keep going and like so again there's that that awkward tension that they keep uh, really leaning into and I like I said. I got what I wanted. Uh, we got more questions. Uh, we got some answers. And those answers gave us more questions. And bring on the next episode. I really, really can't wait. I love this show so much. 
yeah, I just now I'm gonna throw it to Andrew because I actually want to discuss some things because some shit that went down. I'm, I'm kind of like, what's gonna happen next, bro? Right. So before we get into that, my question for you guys, and I because I saw this kind of on the internet too, is this a good show? Now, do we like this show because we're invested? Is this a good show for someone coming in and watching it? Like, if they don't know anything about Marvel or anything? Yeah, just like... I mean, like, right? Because, like, okay, Matt, you're raising your hand. No, I was agreeing. I don't know anything about Marvel, and I think it's a good show. Okay, I was just curious, just to, because uh, I, I was wondering what, like, the general population thinks. Because I don't know if, if you guys, when you load your Disney Plus, if you see, but it's always on the main Thing. Like, as soon as I load it up, it's the first thing I see on my top, like, thing. I don't know if that's because it's the most frequent. I don't use Disney Plus unless it's to watch Marvel stuff or Star Wars. And I watched the, this episode again this morning. So I think maybe that's why it's popping up. But I was thinking about that. I was like, if it's if it's on, like, the main screen and, like, some just, like, howdy doody is just like, I don't know anything about this. Here's a new television show on Disney Plus. And they watch it. Like, are they going to like it? I could I could see them liking it, but like getting all the references, absolutely not. Oh, yeah, I could no understand way. that. Like it's just about impossible. You wouldn't know like what the hell's going on. Yeah, I think I think it's the same thing. Especially if you're coming in not knowing anything about this, and you watch the first and second episode, you're gonna be like all the people that are into Marvel that are like, ah, oh, this is this is not for me. I don't like this. This is weird. Um, you really got to stick it out to the third one at least to try and get that like, all right, I understand this type of thing. But I think you could come in and watch it. And still have fun with it and enjoy it because it's still a good series regardless. But you get a greater payoff and I guess sense of satisfaction watching it if you've watched everything else or at least the stuff related to these characters. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious to see what your guys' thoughts and opinions were on that because it just popped into my head um, a couple days ago. I was talking to a couple people and they were asking me what I had been watching lately. And uh, me and Janine were like, oh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of WandaVision. We're really excited. They were like, yeah the fuck is that <laughs> yeah no i feel i feel because i was talking to jax he's like what have you been watching i've been watching wandavision he was like why does it make a show out of like the worst two characters i'm like bro have you even fucking watched it i'm gonna say you like... smack him in the mouth like oh my gosh all right so let's just dive right into this so um just like i did on episode three i uh i took my personal favorite i just did 10 there's so many easter eggs and little like things just like sprinkled out this episode but i just took 10 to keep it short that i thought were really interesting and uh we'll just we'll start from the top uh it kind of goes in chronological order as well with the uh, episode so if you guys want to stop on a specific one to talk a little bit more about it just let me know um let me pull up the chat or let me pull up you guys so you can so i can see you so if you guys do raise your hand i'll just read it off my phone all right so number one scarlet witch when jimmy was given the sword team the intel on wanda he said that she doesn't really have an alias meaning she doesn't have like a superhero name but uh kevin feige did say that she will become the scarlet witch in this series i thought that was really really interesting because i didn't even really think about that and they never once acknowledged her throughout the entire mcu from her start in age of ultron that she is the scarlet witch she's always just been wanda and i thought that was really really interesting and then it kind of I don't know. I, I hate it when they tell us things before it happens. Like, I didn't like the fact that I had read that Kevin Feige did say that, oh, she'll become the Scarlet Witch in this series. It's like, you should have just let us see that. You know, kind of like, it harks back to a lot of movie trailers when they kind of give away stuff. Like, my biggest one was Civil War. When we saw Spider-Man, I thought that was so dumb. I thought that should have yeah, been a <laughs> moment. Like, you know, yeah. uh, you're not going to hide that. It's, it's gonna get yeah. leaked. It's it's yeah. It's, it's impossible. So I think that's part of the reason why they did go ahead and say that. Uh, now, not to, not to be contrarian, which I can yeah. be from time to time, but <laughs> I sincerely like, I you know I do go to the internet to get you know <clears throat> different opinions on on yeah. say Wandavision. I sincerely did not come across that. Yeah. And I'm like in the Wanda Vision Reddit. Like mm -hmm. I listen to Kevin Smith every week. Mm -hmm. uh, I oh. I sincerely didn't come across that. So yeah, I, I don't know if that was everywhere. Right. But True. I mean, I I I mean, maybe I'm crazy and I'm the only one who didn't come across it. But I I don't think it was as prevalent. Now, yeah. I will say I'm right there with you in that I wish we could go back to the old times and we could be <laughs> genuinely surprised by things again. That would be amazing. Yeah. 
they did pretty well with Mandalorian, though. I'm surprised they haven't been as tight-lipped with other things, though. Like, like, I know Mandalorian, like, leaked right before, like, the day before, like, the day of, but, like, I'm shocked that Marvel hasn't, like, been able to lock down things a lot harder than than that. Because even this surprise reveal was, like, leaked weeks ago that they had for this episode. Glad I didn't look at the fucking internet. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, moving on. Uh, Monica's powers hinted at. Sword scientists weren't able to successfully read Monica's x-rays. They were kind of blurry and like kind of black a little bit. Possible infinity infinitium? Possible <laughs> infinity stone radiation from the events of either Captain Marvel or possibly being inside of Wanda's reality. So that was those were my thoughts as to how uh, why that was happening. But then after I made this list, I watched a couple YouTube videos with different people's opinions. And someone was saying that maybe it happened right as the she came back from the blip um people are speculating that the infinity stone blip is kind of giving people their powers and that's how we're going to be introduced to the x-men you know uh either from them coming back or them from getting blipped and maybe that's how she becomes photon down the line but they're also saying that that's possibly why she survived getting thrown out of the hex and why scarlet witch was so like oh you're still here when she came out and did the whole magneto hand gesture thing which we'll talk about that later too yeah, I I kind of think the same thing. I think the the X Men are gonna be brought in through mm-hmm. either one of two things. the The very first snap could have sent the first shockwave that like triggered mutation genes. The second one definitely probably did if it didn't already. But I feel like Monica's is probably coming from like Tony's snap mm-hmm. because that one would have brought like, hit anybody that just came back. So anybody that wasn't yeah. already hit by the previous three could get hit mm-hmm. by that one. Then if that just like galaxy wide shockwave, right? Moving on. The Hex. Darcy is codenamed the field around, uh, is it Westview or West Pla- uh, Plain? I can't remember. View. Westview. Westview. Westview, okay. She named it The Hex. This is hinting at what Wanda's powers were called in the comics. Just a little Easter egg and throwback to her hexes. Because um, in this, they just kind of just call it powers. She's an enhanced person with powers. They don't really call them hexes or anything like that. Maybe they will when she becomes a Scarlet Witch. Maybe Agnes will be like, your powers are hexes. You come from a long generation of different Scarlet Witches. You've always had these powers. They were awakened when they treated you, or not treated you, but when Sword, you know, did stuff with you with the uh, uh, the Mind Stone. Could Going be. On. Could be. Uh, she, because uh, not only did she have mutant powers, she was also trained as a witch. So, I mean, yeah, you, it could very well be both. Sword was conducting research on Vision's body. Even though his living will said not to do that, because he did not want to be used as some sort of like, uh, you know, machine to be uh, turned into bigger weapons and stuff like that. Like he didn't want the the Avengers doing anything with his body. Don't bring me back. Don't reincarnate me. Don't do anything. Just leave me alone. And that is exactly what Sword's not doing. They took his body. You saw they took him apart, kind of like Cyborg from uh, Justice League, and they were experimenting. They were trying to find or create new weapons. Because I mean, do you blame them though? What was that? Was that a dog? That was a dog. <laughs> no. Like, do you blame Sword? I mean, think about it. Like, Iron Man's dead. Thor is gone. Um, the Incredible Hulk is extremely wounded. Captain America is an old man now. Like, their Avengers team is completely gone. They don't really have, like, a good line of defense. I mean, they've got the other members of the Avengers team that are still around, obviously, but they're not they're not assembled right now. They're definitely, definitely Avengers deassembled or disassembled. So I don't blame them for wanting to try to create something, but at the same time, like, that's super disrespectful to Vision. Like, he specifically said in his will, do not mess with my remains. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, too. Uh, it definitely goes in, uh, along with their name. I can't, I don't remember the exact what sword stands for. So I know it's, like, sentient... Sentient weapon observation something... Uh, something, I don't know. Yeah, research so. department probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> research yeah. division. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I gotta. So, s- uh, sorry. Go on, Johnny. Uh, I gotta say that part that you're discussing. Wolf called it. Hmm? Oh yeah, with, with that, yeah. I I'm a little mad that they like that Darcy or Wu or Monica. None of them were like, oh, so you're being hypocrites here. You're clearly testing on them, and that like I'm sad that that got brushed over so fast in that scene. Well, like, I mean. We still have more episodes. Yeah. I just thought Monica would have said something right then and there with, with him being like, oh, Wanda's a terrorist, and then Monica would have been like, but you're 
you know, experimenting on her supposed robot boyfriend. Like, <laughs> of course she's pissed. Like, why wouldn't she be? It would almost <laughs> seem as though, like, if the scene goes on any longer, if they don't uh, disband right then and there, it, it, it feels like it's trending that way. But I think you can point to, you know, I don't know, military, FBI agents, uh, whatever you want to call it. Those sort of agencies all definitely have a sort of rank and file. Um, I can kind of see where you're coming from. It it feels like her character is um, not afraid to be a little bit brash. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, it does feel a little out of character for her. Detective Wu, nah, I can see him kind of just going off to the side being like, all right, well, that guy's a dick. Um, um, But, yeah, no, I would say at the beginning of that I disagreed, but as I talked, I actually agree with you. (laughs) I I feel like, especially Monica being the daughter of the founder of that place, like she probably was like second in command at some point or super high up in S.W.O.R.D., so the fact that that was kept hidden and nobody knew, but apparently... Hayward knew and didn't tell Monica and Monica somehow just doesn't know like that just kind of like is weird to me that it wasn't like talked well, about I th- more. I, I thought really in, seen it with it, but I, I thought in uh was it the last episode I like I thought they basically insinuated that Monica was gonna be the director of sword and yeah the was, did I misunderstand what you were saying that, that kind of, well that kind of seems like what they were hinting at like when she had that interaction with Hayward for the first time where he's yeah. like where he's like, oh, uh, I was the only choice for director. And she's like, of course you were. Like, And he's just like, well, you weren't yeah. here, so it was me, like, you know, type of thing. So the fact yeah. that he didn't tell her, you know, it makes that previous episode with their interaction in that meeting where he's like, oh, you're a missing person. Just go, you know, mm-hmm. deal with that over in Westview. He, like, he knew. Like, he knew Wando took that body at that oh, point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, makes, it makes seeing that episode completely different with that scene now. Well, and then kind of going back to what you guys were saying, um, you know, this is five years later. You know what I mean? Like, she was blipped for five years. So Hayward was there for five years, and that's probably why Monica doesn't know what's going on. She just came back. They probably weren't going to debrief her on all those things and be like, oh, hey, by the way, like, we we told them, you know, Vision asked us not to do this, but we're going to do it anyway. I'm sure they were, there's a secret to Vision keeping it hush-hush. And yeah. they were like, hey, she's a goody-goody two-shoes. You know, her mom founded all this under, you know, integrity and stuff like that. And that's not the game we play. Yeah. We don't want anything to do with that. We want to take – they're probably trying to get the power of the mind. Is it – he doesn't have the mind stone, right? What's it was the mind stone. He yeah. has the mind stone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so he was – you know, they're probably like, we need to harness this power somehow and use it for something. Well, yeah. Clearly in the other episode when Monica and Hayward were talking, they mentioned – uh what was it? Nanotech, um, some like AI, and something else. And then they said, "Oh, you know, it doesn't say. It says observation, not creation." And he's like, "Oh, you know, things have changed." And I mm-hmm. have a feeling that, like, when Vision's body got taken, it was when obviously uh, Maria was still in charge. And then when she died, they've only been me- messing with him for probably the past three years. The second Hayward took over, that's when he was like, "All right, break open Vision. We're messing yeah. with him." Like, <laughs> he's just been sitting in a box for two years. Right. All right, the Sokovia Accords, number five. Even after the events in Endgame, the Sokovia Accords are still in place. Sword labels Wanda as a terrorist and doesn't sit right with Monica. Now, a little refresher if you guys don't remember. Uh, they don't like Wanda. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't like her like them and I, or like her and because, you know, uh, everything that happened in Largos, which is another fact that we'll talk about here in a minute. But she was um, one of the big reasons why the Sokovia Accords came into place to, you know, have the government control humans not humans but you know empower, enhanced uh, superheroes etc and stuff like that so she was already she already had that negative connotation on her and then this happening yeah sword was using every you know excuse in the book to label her as a bad character to paint her as a villain and monica being a good character a good person could see through that and it's like no she's going through something she has a, like mental issues going on right now she needs help and you're going to shoot her in the face with a drone rocket? A drone <laughs> missile? What is this, Call of yes. Duty? Yes. You get a drone strike? <laughs> Noob tube. Yeah, it, it's like, of course she's going to get mad and retaliate, but we'll go on to that here, too. I thought it was interesting that the Sokovia Accords were still in place even after everything that had happened. 
I know. That, I was thinking too when I like showed her like blow up like the building in like Germany where like in Civil War or whatever you know talk about. I just pictured the scene from Super Bear turns around and he's like, "It was like eight years ago, asshole." <laughs> it's like people don't forget. <laughs> uh, Jonathan, you were about to say something. So I mean, if mutants are coming down the line, it, uh, the uh, Scooby Accords is uh, perfect um, yeah. because then you can continue to do the. Um, superpower people need to be restrained they need yeah. to you have that government agency that can you know see the mutants as you know the quote-unquote bad people that need to be um you know locked down looked over watched whatever you want to call it um yeah. but it falls in line with where we think the marvel cinematic universe is going right so i, I think yeah. i think that was a, a critical thing to show us and i, I that could be why gotcha yeah I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Next up, Sparky. Sparky the dog is taken directly from Vision, the comic run where Vision escapes to a small town and creates his own synthesoid family, which is what a lot of this is based on. So he, that dog was literally the exact same dog pulled straight from the comics, just not green. Uh, in the comic books, he is green with a little infinity gemstone on his head. So I thought that was uh, nifty. You know, yeah. And funny yeah. thing, he dies in the comics too. Also, yeah. I believe at Agatha's bushes or something like that, he eats like some sort of flower or something like that yet again so i love i love how they're they're so good at sprinkling in these little references and easter eggs like kevin feige is a god can we just all admit like what he's doing is just incredible yeah he's exactly he's the puppet master Where's Metallica? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> copyright, copyright, copyright. Sorry, anyway. Can we just get, like, if they ever do Masters of Evil, can they just actually cast Kevin Feige in there to be the leaders of the <laughs> Masters of Evil? Number <laughs> seven, Tommy and Billy. Tommy and Billy are both wearing their comic book superhero colors. Tommy wearing blue and greens, while Billy wears red. So we talked about this before uh, when the twins were first um, shown in episode three. I wasn't here for episode four. Uh, remember exactly. I, I listened to the episode, but I it was while I was half asleep and feeding my daughter, so everything is I can't remember exactly what you guys talked about with episode four. Um, but so if you guys don't remember, Tommy is a speedster and Billy is a uh, hex user like Scarlet Witch. And I thought it was really interesting that in the show, um, you know, they have the same color schemes that they did in the comic books. So that was really cool. And I do believe that it is uh, Billy who is using his abilities to make them grow and form and like kind of like change reality to, you know, so they can get what they want. Like when she was like, when Vision's like 10, and like, she was like, oh yeah, you gotta be 10 years old to have a dog. They're like, oh, okay. It's scary. And I was like, oh God. Well, that's I how it looked too. Like it was like, it kind of had like that sitcom humor to it. Like it, it was yeah. just perfect how cheesy it looked. Uh-huh. Like, the I, sound I like, they made when they grew up too was just weird. It was just like this weird squishy sound, and I was like, "Ugh." I know. Yeah. Um, I was really curious as to see, you know, to see how they were going to have them age eventually and bring them into, you know, our reality and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool and um, excuse me, a really smart way to write it in to that they just made themselves grow. Yeah, Benjamin Button reverse disease. <laughs> <laughs> so we we already briefly mentioned this one, but the Lagos paper towel. The Lagos paper towel commercial is a throwback to the events of Lagos, where Wanda accidentally killed a bunch of people when she was trying to save everyone from crossbones exploding. The slogan for the paper towel reads, "For when you make a mess, you didn't mean to," and it's exactly what catapults us into Captain America: Civil War. Those are the events that started the Sokovia Accords, labeled Wanda as a quote unquote terrorist at first. And gave her a bad rep. And I thought that was really interesting that that's what that commercial was about. Pretty cool way. Uh, paper, you think of paper towel. And the liquid represents kind of like blood. You know, because the blood is on her hands. And she uses the paper towel to clean it up. So I thought that was really, really cool. People don't forget. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, uh, I personally think it's my favorite of uh, all of the those commercials. But Johnny, you raise your hand. Yeah. I, so I was trying to figure out what the fuck this commercial has to do with anything. And then you just said like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Thanks. Mm. Uh, I, as I mentioned before, I think the commercials are like one of my favorite parts of this show because I I love how they take something like a commercial 
in this show you're watching to break it up, but then it also ties you back into all of these events of like, how did we get here kind of things. And I, the commercials are really the only thing because I rely on you guys to fill me in on all the other lore and things, but the commercials are really the only things I ever really look up. And I did some looking up on that one and basically, I mean, you already summed it up. But then I like went back and rewatched the commercial part and I was like, oh my God, they really did that. <laughs> that guy accidentally spilled a beer, but the beer is blood, blood of innocent people. Oh my God, they did it with such innocence. Oh my God. And I like started melting down a little bit and I was like, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the, the commercials are some of my favorite parts because I just love how they take little innocent things like a commercial and tie it back to massive events that started chain reactions throughout like this entire you know the history of all this stuff happening it's one of my favorite things yeah it, it, it's so cool because if you go back and watch older movies and stuff like that when those key events happen when you're watching them for the first time you don't think that in three to four years it's going to have a ripple effect and continue to change the course of the flow of the movies like the tiniest little thing could have such a big ripple effect. That's kind of been the whole entire um, uh, theme of the Infinity Saga. Because, like, remember Fuck. when the Chosen One is with uh, Bruce Banner on the roof and she flicks the Infinity Stone out and she says that? She's like, if one goes off, that creates a whole brand new, different, you know, reality and stuff like that. And it's it's such a good theme for the whole thing. Because now as we're getting all these little commercials and it's going back to previous events. I mean, yes, these are all previous events in Wanda's life. But they're key events that are shaping the rest of what we're going to be getting. And it's just, it's brilliant, brilliant writing. And I, I, for people to sit there and say these movies in this whole, like, the Marvel Universe sucks, and that they don't, that they're not, like, good movies, and they don't deserve, like, to win, like, Grammys and shit. Dude, they're so stupid. Punch yeah. him right in the face. God. <laughs> yeah, can I circle us back to uh, the commercials and whatnot? And kind yeah. of talking about how they reflect uh who wanda let's say was um so everything you're seeing are all the and everything that she's sort of i don't know if uh, a method or a means of her remembering these things um or if it's like a subconscious thing that she's generating these commercials but the larger point uh here that that i that i'm trying to make is the if you look at the life she's lived in the uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, everything that we've ever seen with Wanda has been either like super sad, or like she's had all these different things that have happened to her, um, and she doesn't ever really get any sort of control over her situation. Um, it, you know, at one point she's literally she she could very well be the most powerful being in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they had her under house arrest. Yeah. Like, so we're finally reaching a point where she's had enough and she's going to show everyone she can assert her dominance as she's doing this, I guess, kind of like what you were talking about earlier, becoming WandaVision, I, or becoming WandaVision, becoming the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I think she's done it. I think she's there now. Like, I yeah. think she is the Scarlet Witch. Like, she, no more, it, you know, are things going to... Uh, happen to her she is going to be the one that decides you know <laughs> what is and is not going to take place moving forward yeah. oh completely and you see that too when she comes out of the the hex she even says that she just straight up goes like you know like no one's taking anything from me ever again and it's like oh let's go yeah. here we yeah. go this is this is insane. Rewatching that scene, I, I loved rewatching that because you notice when she's talking to Monica there, Monica's like, Oh, what do you need? What can I get for you? I'm on your side. And she's like, I have everything I want, and no one's taking it from me again. She looks right at Hayward there and she like yeah. looks over Monica's shoulder and is like, You, fuck you. You did yeah. this. This is mine. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Next up, Vision waking people. So this goes back to the whole Layla Miller thing, uh, Butterfly from the original House of M storyline. So she was the one that had the same abilities that Vision was doing in this that we see now that she does eventually with Agnes, probably in the next episode, where she can wake them uh, out of their out of this reality and bring them back to their normal mindset. And it was so scary with Norm because he was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I got to call my family. Like my head, it hurts. And it's like, holy shit. 
Wanda really is hurting these people, not intentionally. She's not meaning to do this because she's not a bad person. But unfortunately, her hex powers are just, uh, I, I don't know if they're just like putting her her pain, grief, and misery into these people. You know, so they're feeling what she's feeling. That's kind of what Monica Rambeau kind of said, too, when she came back. She's like, oh, I felt, you know, all, like, she described what she was feeling. And that kind of goes along with what, how Wanda is feeling and stuff like that. And I thought that was really, really cool that Vision slowly starting to see everything. He's piecing it all together. And we get that great moment in the kitchen, you know, when they kind of start going to blows. They go into the living room and they start, they both, like, float up. I mean, I don't think it looks the best visually i i thought that it was kind of it was very cheesy but again going back to it being uh late 80s early 90s sitcom it's perfect you know so like my brain at first goes oh that looked bad i was like oh wait a minute it looks bad on purpose yeah. you know and then they start like it starts really getting heated up and i thought that was really cool yeah how instead of introducing a brand new character into the mix they you know kind of just make it where vision's the one that can wake people and stuff like that And i'm really curious to see how that's gonna continue in the next few episodes uh I got. I I almost feel like we'll, we'll get to theories here at the end of this. I got one more to read, and then this is the big Quicksilver thing. So, spoiler warning: if you haven't seen the episode by now, holy shit! Okay, I'm getting goosebumps. Quicksilver recast. Oh my god, this is so sick. At the end of the episode, we hear a knocking at the door. Wanda claims she isn't the one causing it and gets up to answer the door, revealing Evan Peters, who played Quicksilver in the Fox X-Men movies. The audio description for the episode reads, In Westview, Wanda stares at the version of Pietro from the X-Men films. Are you wearing pants? He's not wearing <laughs> pants at all. No, I'm not in my underwear. But if you're like... <laughs> weeks ago i'm so thankful that i didn't see that because those are the types of moments you should okay i'm so glad that my kid is a newborn and sound doesn't really affect her right now because i screamed when she opened the door and it was evan peters i was like what the like i was like Are you me? i had no idea that was gonna be happening and i was getting like like the whole Nate Martin thing when he gets all hyped up and excited because like I never in a million years thought that was gonna be the thing and then my mind starts racing and then I'm on YouTube, you know I'm looking I'm like what the fuck's going on I need answers and I'm watching I'm in this rabbit hole I've watched like thirty different videos on how he could possibly be here and everything like that and that is good storytelling. <laughs> now, wow. <laughs> so that, that's how I felt and Anna, Anna she uh, she saw the episode before I did. And then she was like, this episode is going to fuck you up. I went, okay, let's see what they got in store. And then I get the watching <laughs> in the episode. And they're like, who do you think is at the door? I was like, it's her brother. They're like, that's going to be her brother. And then, but I'm like, Evan Peters? And my fucking head just went. The emoji. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, a Mexican version. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> This is, yeah, so you had the, basically the same reaction I had. It's like, what the fuck? I think everybody had that reaction. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I love how they have Darcy just being the audience. Like, yes. they, they have them, like, that's what I loved about the scene with her and Wu when they're talking to Monica after her scans. They're like, oh, you know, well, you know, I mean, Captain Marvel or Scarlet Witch is in, demonstrating insane powers. And Monica's like, yeah, well, she's like, strong. she could have easily taken down Thanos. And then they're like, well, Captain Marvel could have done it. That's like just... That's audience people like bantering back and forth, <laughs> yeah. and then she's like, "They re, they re uh, recast Pietro. Like, how, what? Like, they're they're literally having these characters be the audience in the show, and it's fantastic." Yeah, yeah. is that the so, thing? Is like, is it just a recast, or like, are they just bring? I, are they gonna bring over characters from those movies that are I, actors? Like, what are they doing? You know what so, I mean? I don't think <laughs> it's a recast. I think this is one of a couple things. It's either, it's either obviously Mephisto in disguise it's him literally pulled out of another reality which I'm thinking it's not her like usually like everyone's like oh it's her subconscious I think this is the kids the kids did this really? like so a lot of theory like a couple theories I saw was like that this is since Quicksilver in the age of apocalypse is in the 80s that this is just Quicksilver plucked out of the 80s from that That's time period and put over here which it could be but I don't think, like, Wanda did it. It could have been, like, 
whoever overall is the big bad of this doing things. It could have just been them being like, oh, Wanda and Vision are fighting. I need to make this stop distraction for her. But I think it's possibly the kids maybe being upstairs and they're like, mom and dad are fighting. We need to make mom stop. She just mentioned earlier in the episode, her brother's far away and she misses him. So it's just them being like, where where could the, her brother be? And they're like, oh, this one, this is him. And then they just grab him, not knowing it's out of a different reality or something. And then just plucks them over. <laughs> It's like so, when you try to explain to a little kid actually like the birds and stuff and they fuck it up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so so one of the uh, key points here is when uh, Pietro shows up before then, I think, when we're with Darcy uh, in the sword facility, there's an alarm going off. Yep. Yeah. A breach I was going to bring that up, but you just brought that up. Yeah. A, a breach has happened, right? So yeah. whoever it is, Quicksilver... Mephisto, um, some other speedster, <laughs> yeah, speedster. Um, they they got through the hex. So that begs the question: like, does that narrow things down? Like, uh, and it, if it is, you know, Quicksilver, is it because he's able to run so fast he can? materialize you know through particles or mm. break down you know it, you know that whole whole shtick with speedsters yeah um you know if it is mephisto then uh clearly he can just well do whatever he pleases um they're like there's so many different angles again it's that whole we got some answers we got a hell of a lot more questions now yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely oh my gosh so whew, i i I personally hope that it is just, um, like, everything is all messed up now, right? The multiverse is, is all skewed because of all the events that have been happening in the last few movies, and especially with this hex opening up and stuff like that. I think um, what, Dave, uh, you were saying, Wolf, was kind of spot on, honestly. I feel like either Mephisto or Agnes or maybe even the kids were like, well, Wanda's really sad right now something's going on she you know we need to keep up this facade you know we need to keep her thinking that this is something that's happening so what they did was exactly what you said they plucked him straight from you know because they're this takes place in the 80s right this is this one yeah. in the 80s yeah they're and they just so they just straight up plucked him from apocalypse you yeah. know and he now he's just kind of here and he's just like monica where he doesn't really know what's going on you know, but at the same time, it's like, does he know? Because he looks at Vision and goes, "Who's this popsicle standing right here?" Like, what yeah. does that mean? Does that's, he know that Vision playing a part? Like the fact that he comes in, he's like, "Hey, I'm your long lost brother." It's like, how do you know that though? Because yeah. his Wanda wasn't a twin; she was like multiple years younger than him. Yeah. So yeah. like, you, that you know that doesn't add up. So it's like that's why I'm very confused with this because it's like, why would he know what house to go to, in that he's her brother? and stuff like that that's why i think it's more of a mephisto thing and i think that's why they're doing the whole recast because they're like well we're gonna make it where mephisto has his multi-dimensional powers so he's gonna take the appearance of a different quicksilver because he doesn't want to use her quicksilver because then she'll know now i could deceive her this way with a mask because like it kind of like i mean in my opinion as cool of an actor as evan peters is and as good quicksilver he was in the x-men i would rather see aaron come back for quicksilver yeah. again because he just I feel like he didn't get enough like enough effort put in yet for his character, and I would like right. to see the actor given another chance because I still think he did a good job. Yeah, kind of. If I were Aaron and they just recast me like that, just like with just a you know a series like this, I'd be like, oh, that sucks. I I, I kind of wanted to be back in those, unless he doesn't care, you know. And maybe they couldn't get him back, but either way, man, yeah, either way, it's nuts, and I I still can't believe that we saw that. So to touch on that, though, like, I mean, th think about what they can do. Like, we talked about how they can get people back now, like, in any freaking way they want. Well, it also, I, you know, it dawned on me, I was like, well, you know what? They could pick, you know, depending if they can get the money done, they could pick whichever version of those characters they want, you know? Like, yeah. uh, they, they could uh, get Ian McKellen. Uh, he's still ticking. They could uh, get the young Magneto. Uh, they could get uh, James McAvoy. Uh, they could get any of like 
I like Young Beast more than I like uh, the old Beast from yeah, the Star Wars guys. I, uh, I think he. It's, speaking of someone who was like, in my opinion, underutilized, like Young, like Beast is such a cool character. Like Young Beast would be perfect to bring over, and I like that uh, actor as well. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, so just I mean, CGI him better. That's all I want. Yeah. Out of beast. <laughs> <laughs> I want a bigger, scary Beast, not weird Catman that they did. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. Something, something I'm loving now is just that these the movies like they've always been comic book movies. These are always based on comic books, but now more than ever, like with the multiverse and everything they're doing, how each one of these episodes and movies are just feeling more like you are watching a comic book, and that is just something that is just how something that they're doing so well that brings like a tear to my eye every time I'm watching like a new episode. Yeah. From. It's just like, oh my god, why are they giving comic book fans such justice with what they are doing? I know. <laughs> See, my problem though is. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter because these those movies are done and they're dead and they're buried in the dirt. Talk about the X-Men Fox franchise. Um, so what happens to that universe? You know, like, let's say if let's say this is the real Evan Peters Quicksilver from yeah. the Fox universe and he's now in this universe. What does that do to their universe? Like, are they going to eventually have to send him back? Like, that's why I don't want them to introduce the X-Men in that fashion. I don't want yeah. our X-Men in this universe to be pulled from a different multiverse. They don't I... have to be sent back. Why would they? Why do that's they have true. to? Be so that's back? true. That's like, true. I don't know. Hey, just... everything after the multiverse of madness. Sorry, we can't get you back. This is your universe now. I yeah. mean, that's what they did with Miles in the comics for a while. He did have a point, I think, where he couldn't get back to his universe, and then eventually mm-hmm. they just merged them all with, I think, Doom World or Battle World or whatever it was that they did. But I mean, I, the problem with it is like, if he is straight out of Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix, I think, takes place in the nineties. Yeah, Quicksilver's in that, so he would technically have to go back in a sense if it is that exact Quicksilver. This could be a different Quicksilver from a Marvel, like from a Apocalypse timeline where Dark Phoenix doesn't happen and they just yeah. whoop, take him out of there. Like you know, maybe he's yeah. the last survivor out of Apocalypse timeline. And he's just like, just get me out of this world. I don't want to yeah. be here. <laughs> and just take him over here. It really is crazy because you can just infinite universes is really yeah. what exists. So it's like you can do whatever the hell you want. It's like, and we own all of them, so we can just do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> and we'll explain it right. later. <laughs> Hold on, Johnny. I, Matt had a question first. What's up, Matt? Uh, yeah. Okay. So going off of what Wolf just said, and then I'll just said because they have this ability, I feel like. This entire, everyone who's a part of owning this franchise and this universe, they can just do whatever they want with it now. Like, what if we pulled this guy from this timeline? Bloop! Here you are now. Oh, what about these guys? Whoop! Here you go. Who cares? We're gonna rewrite a different movie in five years anyway. Fuck it! I'm here for it. Yeah, and I think that's one, it's kind of annoying. It was like, okay, well, now you're just going to rewrite this movie. This movie's going to get another fucking trilogy. These are going to get two more movies because you changed this here and this there. But I don't care. Give me more movies. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I think all these characters are free game for any crossover. They could literally pull any version. They could pull young and old Cyclops and a new recasted Cyclops and be like, you're all in this movie. Here you go. Yeah. And then they just be like, all right, well, these two went back to this universe. We're just going to deal with this one now. Okay, so, Johnny, real quick, see what you got to say, and then I have another thing I want to bring up real fast. Okay, so basically I was going to bounce off of basically what Kyle and Matt has said. It's just like, it, basically they can do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> and yeah. we're going to watch it. <laughs> Intensely. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I like so, that the story for everything is already set. You know, like, there's already... They, they have an end game of what they are going to do and i just i can't wait to see what they're what, what's going to happen because like we said kevin feige is a fucking master of what is happening is like and we obviously trust him so far and he's not let us down so like how everything is going to unfold and how everything's going to be explained i might right. just, I, I just might die in the theater he said end game he said the title in the movie i put it in quotes <laughs> so here's my thing what if what if will you hear me out what if we get uh because i honestly i personally enjoyed the actors that played the x-men in the last three movies i thought they were awesome uh you know gene gray cyclops everybody jonathan's making a face that's you know <laughs> I, I thought they did great i just don't think the they had you know a good supporting like uh, yes. team behind them like writers producers whatever um 
So how crazy would it be if like McAvoy and the gang and like you know Fastbender, everybody gets pulled into this? They have to team up to take out like you know Kang because we now know that Kang is the next big baddie that's coming into the multiverse or not multiverse but into our unit uh, into the MCU uh, coming out in Quantum Manium. Batman. Yeah. So what if you know they help defeat him, but then they're like, we don't like the Avengers, and the next thing you know, we got X Men <laughs> versus the Avengers, baby. Ah. Uh... We, we are going to get there. That yeah. will happen. I don't know if it's going to happen that fast, but I think we will get there for sure. I I think we're going to see some of the X-Men cast pop up in Multiverse of Madness for sure. Like, Multiverse of Madness is going to be jumping into different timelines, and they're going to be like, hey, this could be a movie, this one could be one, this one could be one. Like, I'm I'm hearing random little rumors that they might want Chris Evans in there as Human Torch again in Multiverse (laughs) of Madness. So oh, no. like, I'm hearing, I'm hearing, I think Jessica Alba and Human Torch is like rumors from things I'm seeing online on videos and stuff. And it's just like, I'd be fine with it. You know, I don't care. Just give me a different version of them, you know. But I, 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 mean, I, mean, you can, I mean, you could do that, too. Like, it's just so crazy. Like, you can get these other actors. Like, the actors are already playing characters to play other characters because, like, they do that in comic books all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in some, you know daredevil is a bad guy here or like you know punisher is a, a cop in this but it's like the same character you know in certain yeah. yeah and it's just it's just you can just do that and i feel like that would be fu- an awesome thing to do i i would i would lose my fucking mind it's a perfect <laughs> way to recast as well because you could easily just be like well this is iron man from earth 225 you know it's just like this is where they're from you know they could have whatever actor they want to play them there and they could use like even for like for x-men here they could take like whatever versions of these ones that they want they could take an older version of like whoever and younger of another one and just pair them up in one movie like i would love it if they kept um uh was it michael fassbender magneto but i'm hearing i like a lot of people are like thinking he's coming back but some people think he might be coming back for like dr doom instead which i think i would almost prefer he could do it yeah i i mean either way he's a perfect villain for them to bring in, especially a reoccurring villain. Yeah, I, I just one of I my wonder, favorite scenes from. The, sorry, go ahead. I just wonder if he's too young for Wanda as a daughter, though. If he comes back as Magneto, do you think he'd be too young, or think he's nah. right age? They can hold him up. Okay. Yeah, hold him up. <laughs> he's he's what? We'll like, fix it in post. How, how old? They could just say that she's like twenty eight, and he's like. You know, well, she's yeah, she's twenty nine. I think her year wise because of her time jump, because she's born in eighty nine, and it's twenty twenty three. But she was gone for five years, so yeah, I think she's twenty nine, twenty eight, somewhere around there. I mean, you yeah. could have had a kid at like you know twenty, twenty one, eighteen, even. Yeah, true. I mean, it happens all the time. And I mean, I would assume they're probably young kids of Magneto's, anyways. He's just like, oh, you were when I was like 18, and now I don't care about you. <laughs> just yeah. Bye bye. Oh my gosh. We can go on forever. I know. Unfortunately. We're, 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 we're getting to that point. But I, all I want to say is just for the love of God, just just give, give me all of this shit, but don't fuck it up. Please. You think they're going to, what are they going to fuck up? What? I, the fuck they did with the last X-Men movie? The fuck? That wasn't that wasn't them. That was Fox. I yeah. know, but I'm saying like bring just 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 please just just focus on the good shit. Just please. Like I, I want Kevin good Bucky. stuff. I know, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to certain things, I'm always skeptical because I want things to go good, but sometimes it goes bad. But I just I'm the first just two horror movies exist. That's what I was literally <laughs> about to say. They they okay. Out of everything that the MCU has, they have only two bad movies. Yeah. And the first Thor movie's not even that yeah, bad. I, yeah, I like the first Thor one. It's no, not I like it too. I'm just saying. There's, there are I, people that hate those first two movies. A lot of people, one of the ones I know a lot of people hate is Iron Man 2. And I'm just like, why? Like, I know I it's kind of, got, it's got a lot of stuff in it, but that's my favorite of the three Iron Mans almost. See, a lot of people dislike Iron Man 3, and I really like Iron Man 3. I, I'm one of the ones that disliked it. I just didn't like the suits blowing up. Yeah. And, you know, Tony Stark is regular man being in half of the movie, so. <laughs> so like, Tony I, Stark, the movie. I haven't seen regular Iron Man. Man. Regular Man. <laughs> I haven't seen Iron Man 3, but I just hear so much bullcrap about it. What? 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 It's still yeah. good. It's just. How? It, how? 
they had missed opportunities. A living human, and you haven't. In our age, in our age group, how have you not seen these movies? Okay. I'm proud of you. Why? He does the same thing with these movies, and he hasn't seen like Doctor Strange or Ant Man. And I'm just like, how are you missing these? These are like some of the best ones in in the Marvel universe. How have you missed these movies? Yeah, my sister is actually. Uh, oh. one of my friends, Stevie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, my my sister is like a really big Marvel fan, like I am. She refuses to watch any Captain America movies. Yeah. My, okay. My, my, my friend likes Captain America as well, and I'm like, those hands, bro. What the? I know that's what I'm saying. It's like, why the fuck are you a fan? We're done here. No, but what I was trying to say is, like, yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Just give me all the, the, the comic book goodness. Just, just keep, just keep it coming. Come on, just keep it coming. I, I think the messiest stuff that they've got coming is if the rumors for Spider-Man three are true with all the returning actors. That could be messy. Just if Sony tries to meddle okay. in it. So I'm gonna tell you something that I just found out today, and we'll, we'll, we'll end this. So you remember when we were talking about um re- recurring Spider-Man characters that's supposed to be in this this following movie? They are not. Uh, that's. Not a hundred percent. That could be a misdirection. I mean, like the um the actual Spider Man one. So like Andrew Garfield and uh, yeah, they were talking about because I guess it was because of, um um I can't remember his fucking name now. Tom Holland. Yeah, because they had an interview with him. They say like no, they're um they is a uh, not yeah because you're right. There's not hundred percent because they're saying like he doesn't know. There's a possibility. Uh... He also and, has to keep it a secret. Also. Yeah, I would yeah. say Tom Tom Holland has been one of the most spoilery people in the Marvel yeah. universe. They will probably gun him down if he lets loose that they're bringing back Andrew and Toby. Oh, so, oh look at that! We just had a recast. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he, him, and uh, Mark Ruffalo have been the most spoilery. So that's just him being in an interview, being like, "No, you know, it's not." Because like I mean, even the Russo brothers in interviews. So like, is the movie title and like Endgame? They've been asked all these things. They're like, "No." They just lied flat out in interviews to keep secrets. So. Yeah. yeah, James Gunn did the same thing with, uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy. They were like, oh, is your movie going to tie in with Thanos? And he was like, no, Thanos will not have anything to do with my movie. <laughs> and then <laughs> or thing of the Guardians movies, but all right, uh, Donnie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, so uh, this was a very, 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 very good discussion, but we're going to end this bitch, as always. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for joining me and the crew tonight if you like what you heard please make sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash big boy little boy gaming and like to subscribe on our youtube channel for more content as always we love you guys bye-bye bye, bye. Mm-hmm.